Sorry to be so intense, but there's a damn good reason. Oh, by the way, this is episode 18 of 1 plus 1 makes 2. And my mama told me there'd be days like this. And our greatest of all mamas is here with us today. Hello, Mother Nature. Hi, uh, hi, listeners. I thought I'd better come and kind of clear things up for you. Thank you, Mother Nature. Yes, we can use some good help. Well, you know, Bob, my words are literally etched in stone. You humans have a little problem even writing yours down and looking at what you wrote. And as I've said many times before, base your decisions on a healthy means of survival. You told me there'd be times like this, and you're right. We need to figure out a healthy means of survival. Yes, Bobby, baby. And that means getting in the trenches alongside your allies and fighting, fighting to the death. Just make sure that death is the enemy's, not yours. Yes, Mother Nature. I, I was hoping that was the, what you were going to say. <laughs> and listeners, you know as well as I that we're talking about our allies, the Ukrainians, and our enemies, the Russians, especially their leader, Mr. Putin. I am surprised that no one has tried to take him out. That means assassinate the man because he's half crazy and fully evil. Listeners, I'll just share some personal experiences with you. I've been involved in sports and athletics really teach you how to survive. Whether you're competing in a game, a match, whatever the athletic contest happens to be. And when competing in an athletic event, winning and survival are synonyms. Losing and dying are also synonyms. Now let's consider the traits of a strong adversary. A strong adversary has no fear. He will fight you to the death. So how do you defeat someone who's not afraid of dying? Number one, you must not be afraid of dying either. Number two, you defeat him only by weakening him so that you can kill him, or if he has enough sense and energy left, he retreats and hides because he knows he is too weak to fight, and he knows he will die if he continues trying to fight. Thus, he either retreats or hides. Outstanding common sense, Bob. Thank you, Mother Nature. It was you that taught me that common sense is the pillars of intelligence and strength. So, listeners, where does that leave us now with President Biden placing sanctions on Putin and the Russians? Well, I must tell you that sanctions have not saved the life of one Ukrainian and has not killed one Russian soldier. And these are the top priorities of a conflict. Now let me state another disadvantage of fighting a war primarily with sanctions. They are causing the economies of the United States and our allies as much of a problem as they have the Russian economy. Now let's just recall what Mother Nature told us. You cannot be afraid of death if you want to defeat a worthy adversary who has provoked a war. Mr. Biden is afraid 
that if he joins the Ukrainians in combat, that Russia will use nuclear weapons against us. Listeners, the key phrase in this discussion is, Mr. Biden is afraid. That means that he is not willing to die in order to beat a strong enemy. Mr. Biden is only willing to show weak resistance to a strong enemy. Listeners, Mr. Biden's decision will save a few hundred to perhaps a few thousand American lives at the expense of, as we speak now, tens of thousands of Ukrainian lives and in the near future, perhaps over a million or more lives. And let's also mention the destruction of the Ukrainian infrastructure, which will amount to thousands of billions of dollars, indirectly causing the death of more Ukrainians. Mr. Biden is not willing to use a comparable or stronger force against Russia, which will cause the defeat of Ukraine, and by association, the defeat of the U.S. and NATO. For as far as the world's view of things, the world considers United States and NATO are being defeated simply by their own cowardice. The world will perceive and realistically view this conflict as the victory of Russia over the democracies. Russia will be perceived as the stronger force in this battle. And they are, due to Mr. Biden's cowardice and his ability to sway the NATO countries to believe in his power of negotiations and sanctions, which are better than nothing, but not much better, not even close to confronting Russia militarily. It certainly is causing the deaths of our Ukrainian allies. Well, we need to discuss what we should have done, and then we'll discuss what we must do now and in the future. Mr. Biden assumed that he could solve the issue of Putin's placement of over 150,000 soldiers near the Ukrainian border by negotiations. That's his key word. Negotiate. Negotiations. Prior to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Putin issued the following demands. No missiles are to be stationed in nearby NATO countries nor in Ukraine. Also, the assurance that Ukraine would not become a member of NATO. Thirdly, Putin demanded that Crimea become a part of Russia and two regions of Ukraine become independent states. Lastly, Putin demanded that NATO notify him of any future plans regarding all military drills and training exercises near the Russian border, and that Russian officials be permitted to view all such exercises. Well, thank goodness in the name of common sense, none of the NATO nations agreed to these demands made by Putin. Sounds like we had some strong leadership so far, but weeks before the actual invasion, Mr. Biden made Mr. Putin extremely happy by announcing to him and the world that the United States and NATO would not place any ground troops within Ukraine and would not declare 
a no-fly zone over Ukraine. It's as if Mr. Biden was giving Mr. Putin best wishes. Good luck. Hey, Mr. Putin, keep doing what you're doing. I'm just too frightened to help Ukraine out. I just want to cover my own ass. I don't really care enough about democracy or our allies to help much because you scare me. Mr. Biden appears to be frozen with fear so that even now he is so slow in developing a support plan of the United States for Ukraine. Now, common sense should have told our president that he needs to send the Ukrainian army what they need as far as weapons, ammunition, tanks, fighter jets, bombers, before sanctions. Why on earth would a president of a superpower ever provide sanctions rather than guns during a war? And somehow Mr. Biden convinced NATO to follow his timid lead. Well, Bob, sounds like a dangerous dilemma. Do you have any solutions? Well, yes, Mother Nature. As a matter of fact, I do. Mr. Biden should have ordered an opposing force of Ukrainian and American troops that would oppose the Russian army at the Ukrainian border. Also, when the buildup of Russian troops began, Mr. Biden should have stated to Mr. Putin that in the event of a Russian invasion of Ukraine, the Russian forces shall be battling against the armies and air forces of Ukraine, United States, and fellow NATO countries. Such a statement may have and most likely would have prevented the invasion by Russia of Ukraine. Well, Bob, let me just repeat one of humans' favorite maxims. No use crying over spilled milk. You're right, Mother Nature. So here's what we should be doing now and in the very near future. First, we should rent our Air Force jets and the NATO countries, their Air Force jets, to Ukrainian pilots. These Air Force rentals would be absolutely effective in preventing the Russian Air Force from destroying the infrastructure of Ukraine and killing thousands Ukrainian soldiers and civilians. This rental program should be modeled after the Lend-Lease program of World War II in which the United States was considered neutral at first by just loaning the military hardware to the European allies, which were battling Nazi Germany. Bob, um, Mr. Apathy is pointing at the clock again. Are you looking at the clock? Maybe you should. Yes, Mother Nature, I understand. I'll conclude by just saying Mr. Biden should state that Mr. Putin, by breaking international laws such as crimes against humanity and invading a sovereign nation, is a threat to the national security of the United States. This would enable the United States and NATO to provide any military assistance they so wish to Ukraine. And frankly, Ukraine is of much greater importance than some of the smaller NATO nations such as Latvia, Estonia, and Lithuania. Well, do you have any wisdom you'd like to share with our listeners at this time? Yes, I do, Mother Nature, but listeners, well, you know me. 
take it for what it is and what it's worth. Ha! For instance, <laughs> if I were Mr. Biden, I'd probably be saying something like this, unfortunately. Today is a good day to make a firm decision. Or maybe not. <laughs> and remember, two wrongs do not make a right, but three lefts do. And a little more of a serious note, there are no shortcuts to anywhere worth going. And now my hat goes off to President Zelensky of Ukraine, for he is a living example of the following. Life is not always holding the best cards, but in playing the cards you have well. Sadly, Mr. Biden has good cards, but he's not playing them well at all. Now, Pop, just get off the uh, Ukrainian thing and just give some general good advice or jokes or whatever. I'm sorry, Mother Nature. I'm just way beyond being vexed. I'm way beyond being irked. I'm into some other zone. Go ahead, Bob said. You're pissed. Thank you, Mother Nature. I am pissed. <laughs> okay, okay. Remember, folks. Life's a raffle, and you must be present to win. And here's some more wisdom. Those who live by the sanction get shot and killed by those who live by the gun. You're starting again, Bob. Okay, okay, Mother Nature. I'm sorry. I just had to say that. Well, how about this, Mother Nature? A hunch is creativity trying to tell you something. Oh, that's better, Bob. Keep going. And listeners, you know, true love is the triumph of imagination over intelligence. Hey, Bob, that explains evolution and the current overpopulation by the human species on me. Well, Mother Nature, I don't blame you for taking that rather personally. Keep in mind, Bob, that's not my problem, but it is yours. Yes, Mother Nature, but remember on the other hand that Change is good, and dollar bills are better. Oh, Bob. Sorry about that. Listeners, remember also, if you can't learn to do something well, learn to enjoy doing it badly. Bob, can you finish on something a little more worthwhile and a little more positive? Right now, Mother Nature, those who get the most from life are those who give the most. It wasn't that nice. Yes, it was. Bye now. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>